Before we get into the episode, some brief content warnings. This episode contains heavy topics such as loss of player character autonomy and free will, exploration of trauma, harm to a child player character, as well as some eye gore. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Spells and Whistles, a D&D 5e podcast. We're in the middle of an epic combat, bros, and we're just going to jump right into it. Yo! Yeah! Really need to jump right into it. What's wow. going on? I don't know. Give the whole seat like we need the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping right back in. We're at the top of initiative, which means that the magic in the center is going to pulse outwards. Ah. So I'm going to need everyone uh, oh, to make a... Constitution saving throw again. Um, Do I just fail because I'm like standing on top of it? No, you can oh still make God. a con save. I got a 22. I rolled a 2 plus 3 is a 5. <laughs> no, I can't make a con save. <laughs> a dirty 20. I got an 11. I rolled a natural 3. Jay, this is your dice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm just giving you a hard time. Don't worry about it. You're You're amazing. So, um, Melwyn, you take 13 points of lightning damage, which is halved to seven, uh, six, sorry. Auden, what did you roll? I apologize. Uh, dirty 20. Okay. So you take, uh, three points of damage. So everyone outside of the wall takes three if they've saved and six if they failed, um, which I think it failed. And I can't remember Milo's number. Uh, I got Sorry. a 22, so I succeeded, yeah, but so I'm succeeded. still taking so six points. because it's is halved. So I That's take true. six. Yes. All right. So uh, this magic like pulses outwards. Melwyn, I am going to need you to make a uh, wisdom save. 13? Okay. Um, you get hit by this pulse uh, of magic. Oh, it's not lightning damage. So it's not halved. That's my bad. That's my bad. So, Melwyn, you do take the full 13. You can keep the just six if you want, because I did screw up, no, and that's my that's bad. Fine. But I, I thought it was light. I, I forgot it wasn't lightning damage, because there's two different good. sources of damage coming. You're good. We're good. Everything's fine. Right here. So, uh, as this, like, white magic hits you, um, it kind of, like, cuts through your stomach, and um, you feel, like, your body kind of shiver, as it's just kind of cold and it goes up your spine and then uh, you open your eyes and if anyone could see you right now, your eyes just are like completely white and glowing. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, you now like have this magic inside of you. Huh. Um, it's not sitting well with you, but it is there. Um, okay. And uh, you feel like it will do, uh, it could do some big things if you tried. So... It's your turn. I know that big things is really vague. Yes, it is. But I want it to, but I want it to be vague because I want to know what you're doing. Uh, okay, first of all, Melon's going to try and move out of the circle. Unless, can I cast magic through the fucking water? Even with all the weird uh, stuff. If, do if you don't need to see, then yes. 
If you need to see where you're going, you can't see through the water. I very much need to see. Okay, so the water's only a foot, uh, a it, foot. It obscures. Wide. In the spell. Oh, does it? Yeah. Never mind. Okay, Melon's gonna move <laughs> down into the left toward the mine flare. I lied. Melon's not gonna move down into the left. Melon's gonna move just to the left, so she's still ranged, but can. See the sure. fucking mind flare, and I'm assuming I have to make some kind of save to pass through that water. You, you actually do not. What the fuck? Oh, uh, it it just kind of parts like a, like a Kool Aid Man situation. Where it's like <laughs> the shape of your body, and it just like moves out of the way, and then like falls back into place. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll get one in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nani the fuck. Okay. Um cool, 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 cool. Melon will try to do a big thing with the magic. It's so fucking vague. <laughs> I okay, so take your basic action and I will like let you know what happens on top of cool. that. Cool. Melon's so, casting Toll to cast- the Dead on this fucking <laughs> thing. <laughs> Told it. Okay. Which is a wisdom save for the fucking thing, which is probably gonna save because I have great luck. Did it actually uh just you just auto hit. What the fuck, Anastasia? Okay. Um big magic. You just auto hit. Okay, because it's I'm not kidding, it's big magic. It's gotten hit, right? Yes. So it's two hit a lot. <laughs> okay, so that's twelve points in necrotic damage. Nice. Okay. Well done. I go fuck you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's it. I don't have any bonus. All right, Auden, it's your turn. Okay, Auden is going to move away from the wall to the left and is going to come up right behind the mind flare, and she's gonna um her jaw like hyper extends and her like even sharper teeth grow in as she chomps down on this guy. She's going to do that twice. Two bite attacks. Chomp, chomp, Perfect. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Mouth chain. Mouth That's chain. That, it's yeah. me with your tentacles. You're grappling. You're going to grapple oh, with your mouth. Shit, I okay. forgot you were grappled with its tentacles. Shit, yeah. bitch, ass. Um, shit. Okay, mouth That's chain bad. should have been the word for that, but okay. <laughs> um, sorry, I... I'm goofy and forgetting. If it's a non... Okay. What's the modifier that I use for that? Is it strength and proficiency for that? Yes. For, okay. for hitting? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, Then that is going to be a... Oh, a, mess. a 15 and a 14 to hit. A 15 hits. Okay. I'm going to chomp a chomp on this guy here. Um, How? Yep. <laughs> just yeah. like that so it is going to take not id but it is going to take oh man well it's gonna take um it's gonna take four points of piercing damage but i also get to heal up um a little bit i get to do i feel like it should be more than that did you add your strength and rage Oh, you're absolutely right i'm sorry i'm all over the place today all good it's like do more damage. I want you to. Seven seven points of damage is the no. Oh, word. Okay, nine points. I can't do math when I'm stressed okay, out. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Nine yeah. Points yeah. Of yeah. Damage. It's okay. Um, it's and as I like, as Auden sort of bites down, she like yanks her head back and rips out a chunk of flesh, and she 
eats it. And so she gets to regain uh, three hit points. Ew. It tastes, it tastes squiddy. That's for sure. Mm. Calamari. Um, That's her turn. To say (laughs) calamari. Id, you are currently stunned. Yeah. And grappled. Uh I don't know if there's much you can do. I cannot take actions when I am stunned. So you have, can he make a have, save at the end of his turn? No, it just, it he's stunned until the grapple ends. <sighs> That's rough. Mm-hmm. All right, so it is, uh, <laughs> I was going to say chilling, but he's not really chilling. He doesn't want to be chilling. <laughs> is it um, anything like <laughs> happening? Is it just holding me here or is it trying to do something? At the moment, because it's not his turn. Okay, I understand. I, I mean, theoretically, yes, it would all be in parallel, but like I mean, it's his turn in right D&D now. In D and D mechanics, like so. it's it's a it's it's it hasn't taken its turn yet. Um, but now it is because it is. That's true. Because you are grappled, um, you are just going to. I feel like such a jerk, and I'm really sorry. You just take automatic damage. Yeah. And in this situation, the tentacles kind of, like, crawl up your face, and one of them starts to, like, go into your eye, like, the corner of your eye, and just kind of, like, slither back there. Um, And, uh, yeah, you're going to take, you take 76 points of damage (gasps) from this. Um, So, Warding Bond halves that. True. But that means that I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. What's 76 halved? 35. 37. 38. 38. 38. Uh, I'm also down. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I have 34 hit points okay. left. Good and luck, new people. <laughs> how's this guy looking, Anastasia? What? How's this guy looking? Fine. Good. Ah, Fuck. Fine. I don't have any healing. I don't think you do either. Nope, um, just for me, if I eat him, piece by piece. <laughs> so Myla goes down. So mm-hmm. keep doing that, It goes down. They both go limp. Uh, this mind flare looks at Melwin and Auden and says, Do you want to keep fighting? We can keep going if you want. If we don't, what happens? Hmm. Probably nothing you would like, but you two can leave. Auden looks to Melwyn, who is soaking wet, <laughs> um, probably not looking super great, and um, she looks to Aid and Myla, who are collapsed on the ground, and she looks to the door, and she's going to say, if we stop fighting, can I take them with me? You can take one. Anastasia. I need someone. Anastasia, this is so mean. <laughs> I can take one between Myla and Eid. Is that what you mean? Yes. I need someone's brain. Well, there's plenty of people in the town above. Take one of them. Mm, I'd have to go get them. 
That's a lot of work. I'll bring you one. You want to lead someone to your death? To their death? If it means I and the rest of my friends get out of here, I will do whatever. I'm not a good person. I'm not a bad person. I'm a person that is just trying to make it to the next day. In that case, I'm going to need two people, and Melvin can go with. But these two stay here till you bring me two to replace them. How does that sound? Can you ensure they don't die right here, right now? They're not looking great. One of us can stay here. You take one of them. I stay with one of them. Also a fair trade. I just need two. I don't really care which two. You'll come back. I will come back. And Auden is going to step away from the Mind Flayer. She's going to look to Melwyn. And she's going to say, if you stay here, will you be okay? Melwyn just kind of shrugs. She's going to look back to the Mind Flayer. You do not touch Melwyn. You do not touch her brain. You leave her alone. And I'll come back with two new brains for you. And we all leave in one piece. Brains intact. Except the two people you bring down here. Auden holds out her hand. For a handshake. Uh, they take one of the, like, a, like, small tendril and, like, wrap it around your pinky finger. Can Melon grab Auden's hand and pull her back? Yeah. I think this would need to be contested. She's not. Okay. She knows she's not strong enough. It's, it's just a tug. Then I don't think she can. Damn. All right, I'm in. The Mind Flare takes, like, a little tendril and wraps it around your pinky finger and looks at you. And you feel a uh, this energy enter through this tentacle through your arms, and it it sort of fills you up, almost like you're a container that could be like that, like water's being poured into. I say, you have twenty four hours. You'll feel it if it's uh past that. I don't even. Fine. I'll be back. And Auden is going to um, release the tentacle, and she's going to um, walk towards the exit. She's going to pick up Myla on the way back, and before she uh, fully leaves, she's going to say, make sure he's still alive when I come back. She points to Id. The Mind Flare reaches a tentacle down, and encases Id's entire body in clear, uh, the clear goo stuff you've been seeing. A stasis. He's fine. Auden is going to leave. Okay. Auden, you take an unconscious Myla back through these tunnels and with difficulty make your way back up the well with an unconscious body. Did they pass Sander on their way? Yes, yeah, they do. Yes, I think it, the when way. that happens, I mean, Auden's gonna do her best to stabilize Myla. Um, sure. 
Yeah, you're not dying, Mila. You're okay. And she's gonna kind of let Xander carry her most of the way. And as as she's walking, her flow is going to wear off. And um, as she's walking, she's kind of holding on to like Xander's metal ear. And as she walks, her breathing from its calm state like begins to accelerate. As she kind of acknowledges as everything kind of sinks in what just happened. And I think she is uh, crying quietly as she makes her way back to the rope um, that they used to descend the whale. And I think with Xander, it becomes a little bit easier to get this, <laughs> get Mila's unconscious body up the well because he can kind of help you um, get her up. And uh, it has become nighttime at this point. Uh, it is dark outside. There is nobody on the streets. Um, and, like, the last door is closing and locking. Um, uh, and oddly enough, you see a bunch of those little... Um, goop areas on the ground start to like light up with pink and they just kind of stay that way it's like an entire network appears over the entire town as it all just kind of like spreads out and these little lightnings uh just just stay that way um and if you could see it from above it's like you know those images of like the u.s and all of its electricity usage or whatever it kind of looks like that um over the whole town um, yeah, what do you do with, uh, Myla? Uh, she's gonna take her back to the inn and, uh, let her rest. And I think she's gonna just kind of sit there on the floor, her knees tucked into her chest, and just wait for Myla to wake up. Melwyn, uh, you're back down in this cave, uh, and the Mind Flare doesn't talk to you. They just pick up Id, like, covered in goop, and just kind of uh, place him sort of near one of the lanterns that you saw were constructed there, like, work lights. Um, just kind of lays Id there and sits down on the edge of a rock. Uh, Melon goes and sits next to Id. Um, and just kind of, like, not bothering with the mask, just kind of stares up at the mind flare. Um, because she's still connected to the whole sitch. Did Melon hear the conversation with Id and Auden as she and Milo were heading down because of that? I think we established that she was able to see them go into the well because townspeople had yeah. seen that. Yeah. But yeah. not the conversation between them. Yeah. Everything after that. Yeah, there was nobody around to see mm. who's connected. So you saw them go in, but that was the last thing you saw. Okay. And heard. Yeah. Makes yes. sense. Melon will talk to the fucking patron. Uh, is there anything we can do to help? Mm. A deal is a deal. You chose to stay here. Oh. That's on you. I met him. Id? Sure. Or the creature. Oh, no. It is not dying. Yet. Yeah, but he's more interesting to talk to than this thing is. <laughs> I'm not good enough for you. I mean, do you want to talk? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 
What an asshole. <laughs> Best face. <laughs> All the homies hate the patron. <laughs> Man, I love cheese. Do you want some cheese? No. Like, what? <laughs> ben looked so offended. It was so good. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. my character I get to do what I want <laughs> um right then i give you a few memories to pass the time if you wanted I didn't realize you took any makes sense you wouldn't remember them oh I suppose that makes sense sure something happy sad neutral fun I think that's more up to you. Mm -mm. <laughs> you don't want to leave it up to me. I don't know what you took, so... Mm, many things. Many options. Three. Two. One. Okay, I will pick. Melon, you get a flash of just, like, pain coming from your inner ear. For a second, um, and your sight completely blacks, and then kind of in that black, you see you like existing in this memory again, um, like a third person dream. This one is of a like a, one of the best holidays you had with your brothers, and <laughs> making different foods, and playing games. Um, and <laughs> building, uh, like, igloo castles. Your brothers got really good at snow building. They built you your own, like, room in this, like, snow castle. And your parents are making food. And for the first time in ever, they're both, like, not doing work, which is important. And, uh, yeah, I think you just spend a good, like, five hours reliving, like, five hours of this day. <laughs> If there's anything you want to add, feel free. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Milo, you wake up sitting with your back against the well, unless Auden moved anywhere else. I would have taken her to the inn. Okay. Uh, so I assume you wake up on a bed, then, <laughs> instead. <more> uh, <laughs> um, as you're waking up, uh, Auden, you see this, because you're, like, waiting for Milo to wake up. Just, like, a little bit of a tentacle like slips out of Milo's eye and like falls to the floor um and then just like dissolves into the carpet uh I think Milo it's a really interesting feeling to have from a mechanic standpoint taken damage but not actually having taken it you know I think that she feels sore and tired almost like she hasn't been sleeping for four days but physically looks fine and I think she just sort of wakes up for a second and sits up and cracks her neck notices uh the sort of I think she I don't think she notices anything at first I think that she sort of cracks her neck and she's like I had the weirdest dream it was really and she looks and she sees Auden on the floor and not Id who she had been sharing a room with she's like oh um 
What? Are you? Hi. Hi. Um, now that you're awake and she's gonna stand up and she is, like, avoiding eye contact with Myla, she is, like, um, I guess, I mean, I don't know how long, how much time would have passed in between, um, Myla waking back up. I mean, probably would have taken a long rest, but, uh, still looking pretty, like, scuffed up and, uh, not a long rest, sorry, short rest, um, still looking fairly scuffed up and not great. Um, she is gonna kind of stand up, um, you know, dust herself off a little bit. She's gonna say, um, so we need to find two people that we can go and take and give to the Mind Flayer to get our friends back. So, what? um, if you're ready to go, we can go. Oh. What hap- What happened? We went down there, and- I thought we were doing well for a little bit because it was hitting and, you know, Melwyn was stuck for a little bit, but then we, she got better and then it all went really badly, really fast and it, he's still alive, but I had to leave him and Melwyn down there. So if we want them back, we have to go soon because I only have... Uh, less than a day left to go Okay, back. okay, no, so, yeah, yeah, let's go. Uh, we need to f find people. We need... They're okay, right? They're, you said that they're alive, right? They're, they're alive? It's in a bad way. But he's alive. I think she's, I think Milo swallows really hard. And... It doesn't take a lot, even if you're not good at reading people, which I'm not sure if you are or not. It does not take a lot to recognize the significant amount of compartmentalization to where she there's a face journey of about eight different things that she just pushes down with that hard swallow. Okay, so we need to find people. Easy. There's plenty of any people. Uh, does it have to be, like, uh, smart people, or... Any people. It just needs... It needs the brains. So they're probably gonna die. Okay. Is there a jail in town? Or, like, uh, a registry? Of, like, bed people? I don't... I don't know. Holy um, shit, man. I need to make this very clear. This is Auden, not me. So Honestly... Good. If I have to be completely real, um, and this might sound like a lot, um, but we're in a situation. Breaking into a jail is going to draw a lot of attention and a lot of eyes. We are better off picking off people who are very low profile, such as um, people who might not easily go missing, people who might be a little bit more down on their luck. Um, I should also clarify, this is Myla, this is not me. I feel like a really bad person saying this. <laughs> I but, know, I um, like, oh, but... I'm not gonna do children! No! <laughs> We're not No, on kids. a stage, I'm not kidnapping children to feed to a mind flare. <laughs> hey, one's already down there. Um, so, I honestly, I think that we should find two people who are closest to the location and may not be within sight. I think that's gonna be our best bet. You're strong, I'm fairly sturdy. I think if we could just bring people down there or knock them out, let's just get this over with. 
Okay. Okay. Auden, you can feel that, like, the, the feeling of, like, being filled with water before is an internal timer. It's, like, the most prominent feeling. And, like, currently it's about at your chin. Like, a couple of hours have passed. And mm -hmm. you have, you know, less time left. Yeah. Um, but essentially you can feel that this is almost like an hourglass. Word. Myla received a short rest, correct? Yeah. Okay, I did re-roll some hit dice, so I do have some HP back. I will be doing that also at this point in time, because I didn't before. I didn't think about it. Pardon Amazing. Me. Um, and then I have a proposal for you, Anastasia. So a while yeah. ago, um, back in Arc 1, you gave the Arc 1 people a little uh, sort of like prompting sort of thing for us to write little vignettes about our characters. And yes. I think that now might be a really interesting time to have <gasps> one that I've do written it. for Myla. Yes. Um, do it. Do it. Send it. I remember reading it. So good. <sighs> okay. Um, so, yeah. So I think that as uh, Myla and Auden pick up their stuff in their bags and they start making their way in the... Is it still nighttime at this point? Yeah. Um, start making their way through the nighttime air, uh, the darkness sort of shrouding them. Um, I think they're sort of darting in between alleyways and just trying to get through the city to reach their goal. And there's a part of Myla that's of her brain that's going back between the past and the current state um, that switches back and forth, almost like an old projector showing slides. Um, and throughout this compilation of slides, we see a darkened passageway of the Institute that's only lit by two light sources in the late hours of night. The white glow of a full moon shining through glass windows and the tiniest crackle of blue flame as Myla passes through each corridor. She had been caught up in the lab for quite some time. Concentration and invention had consumed most of her time these days, and usually in the Institute for Archon and Alchemy, uh, these were encouraged pursuits, and they would accommodate that with late-night studying. However, tonight in particular is different. The school had attempted to close its doors early in order to assist with an event going on somewhere on campus. That being said, a locked door had never stopped Myla before. She retucks a small pick back into the side of her wrist brace, concealing her lockpick into its normal position as she holds her tomes and journals. Noticing her hair alighting the space around her, she quickly clatters her books into an unorganized satchel of loose belongings and pulls up her hood, ducking around the corner as she exits the lab. Winding and weaving through the stone labyrinth that is the Institute's halls, she lightly makes her way towards the girls' dormitory, with as much finesse as she can possibly muster. She passes through various classrooms, a stagnant water fountain, a lit interior of a conference room. Wait... A lit interior? Myla may not be able to read a room, but it doesn't take a genius to know that a closed corridor should be empty. The door is only a crack open. Maybe whoever is in there is working on something extraordinary? Holding her belongings close to her, Myla creeps towards the entryway and peeks through a sliver of an open door to see something frighteningly peculiar. Against the wall was a pedestal containing an arcane enclosure, holding it an enchantment of purple magic, a form of arcana not unfamiliar to her. 
Why was this magic being contained? Why is it being studied as if it hadn't already existed all these years? Growing nervous, she pressed her ear against the door. Harmonizing with her rising heartbeat, she only picks up brief moments of conversation. If this arcana strengthens pre-existing magic, then why can't we execute our plans on a quicker timeline? These kids don't need to understand what they've signed up for. They just have to put it into work. It's simple. It's no longer strategic for us to stretch ourselves too thin. Not when forces haven't been mustered yet. We don't even know if the students here will allow us to have them follow our leads. Once we find out that we... A voice interrupts, stern and harsh. Then they don't need to know. All the students need to understand is that the rejection of any offer put forward by us will only endanger themselves and their kin. It's that simple. As for our timeline, we will remain true to our projected schedule. These experiments take time, but if they are done properly, they will lead to success. Myla staggers a few steps away from the door, only to bolt down the hall towards her room. Turning corners and passing corridors, as she has done so many times before, her vision of the walls around her almost seems to grow fuzzy around her. The sound of footsteps clatter like they are trying to echo through space and time as they guide her to protection and respite. Her vision focuses forward, and her determination has her repeat three phrases in rotation. Make it to the room, take what you need, leave. Make it to the room, take what you need, leave. Make it to the room, take what you need, leave. That's exactly what she did. The darkness of night being her only loyalties, Myla packed what little she had and escaped out the window of her dorm, refusing to fall prisoner to a system she had once believed in. A foundation that built and shaped her by hand. One that was once her comfort, and now her ghost. Inhaling the biting cold air and exhaling a visible breath, Myla turns her back to darkness and corruption behind her and faces a new darkness of woods and mountainous peaks ahead of her, ushering her into the unknown. Goddamn, Jay. I think, um, yeah, Auden and Myla just go and find someone, someone's two people as best as they can. You just you're just looking for like the two closest humans. I guess so. Closest and most out of the way at this point. Uh if we don't have time to look into them, we don't have time to feel more sorry. So um that is how Myla's handling it. I think as they're kind of creeping around, Auden might turn to Myla and say, I mean you've got your friend that works at the inn. She seems Pretty strong would it be worth it mm. to bring two people who are strong and try and fight again uh, um I, I think I think we can handle it but that's a good idea I think it would freak her out more than it's worth once we get them back we need to go because whatever this thing is building whatever it's doing it's it's not going to be good. I so. don't want to stay here. I want to run. We need to go. Mm-hmm. So we'll go. <sighs> we'll, we'll go. Yeah. And I'm going to start looking around for a, maybe like a town drunk who's out on the night or any little urchinous person who might be out on the streets this late. 
Okay. Um, Melwin. What's that? Your second memory is painful. Um, you broke your uh, femur when you were a kid. And Grace, you have to tell me if if you're like, no, I would never have done that. But <laughs> um, so when you were a kid, you broke your femur. And this memory is just the like three hours of pain that you had to endure before anyone got any sort of pain medication to you. Because the nearest like emergency uh, healing was at not super close to your house and your parents didn't know what to do. While you are feeling this memory, the whitish colorful magic that you had kind of absorbed earlier is slowly exiting your body and it has that same pain. Like the pain that you're remembering is the pain that you're feeling as this magic is leaving your body. Um, it kind of, to anyone who could see it, it kind of leaves through Melwyn's feet and like slithers back towards the center. And makes it just like a tiny bit brighter. The wall of water is gone. Um, the lightning has continued to make this thing grow just like a tiny bit by a tiny bit. And the magic leaves you. Oh God, I could feel it in your brain. It was very annoying. What was that? I've never seen it before, which is rare. I've seen a lot of things in my life, and I think it was all magic mixed together. It's not meant to be that way. So it fought against you and me, honestly. Did you know pain was going to work for that? I knew I was winning, and it was going to leave you soon. So I gave you a painful memory in order to keep you from making new ones. If you can manage the pain you've already had, you don't have to fear the new pain. Physical pain isn't what scares me. Or wasn't what scared me. It should scare you a little. Should it? I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I suppose not. I hope you don't die. You know if they're still alive? I can't tell. I don't know. Everyone's asleep. No one's seen them. What happens to our deal if they're already dead? I think you die and I think it dies. What happens to our deal if my family is dead? What does that have to do with anything? You tell me. What happens if all of this is for nothing? I guess we'll have to have a chat then. Um, Id, you are in an unconscious state. Um, and it's not just n a normal sort of passing out feeling. You are reliving in fast time <laughs> your entire life. Um, even stuff you don't remember, like where you were born and when you were born and when you were very little 
and up to the things that you do start to remember. The pain, the torture, the excessive scheduling, the monotony of the entire thing, and the people who almost never looked out for you. What throws you off about this is that almost every person has some sort of every person has some sort of mind flare aspect to them until it gets more and more obvious that every person in this memory is just the mind flare that you did fight. I think as soon as id starts noticing that people start having like aspects that aren't actually like what they looked like or what they were acting like, I think even as like like a five-year-old in the um, like experimentation chambers and training rooms and um, the bunk room that they came across in the mountains, he just immediately starts like, like throwing punches and kicks and like it's in a memory, but if the memory can change, like he's just like instinctively like, like fighting. Um, I think like inside this little like goop pod that he's in like his like his arms like twitch and spasm like as he's having the memory the quote-unquote memory of of like punching these like partially mind flayer partially people from his past individuals and it's just like i think in the memory uh when he punches through them uh it happens and just like the mind flayer aspect of them either just like completely goes away and it feels worse about it or the like human or whatever other humanoid aspects of them fall away and it's just purely the mind flayer is everybody and it just like alternates and it's random and um he's just like subconsciously having a panic attack and punching people which honestly not that different from some of the memories you're having yeah <laughs> like being honestly in the true room. yeah <laughs> like Trump was probably a having lot a of your nose too. a lot of your life was spent fighting mm-hmm. so this poor boy that makes the most tragic lads <laughs> we love a sad boy honestly okay. we're all going through it this episode <laughs> oh yeah it's great honestly and, uh... I don't think it'll do anything, and I don't think Melon really thinks it'll do anything, but as she's sitting next to Id, she'll have, like, a hand on his shoulder. I like that I hit my desk like I'm doing it. Great. Cool. The goop, the goop that is currently encompassing his shoulder. Can she, like... Ew. Uh, <laughs> I had to think about it. <laughs> the immediate, like, no, never mind. Actually, I, had to, I had to think about it for a second. Uh, can she, like, because it's not going to bother her. It's Melwin. Uh, can she touch his shoulder through the goop or not? Um, you, like, start to do that. Don't touch him. Why not? Just don't touch him. My magic doesn't help people, it only hurts people. It doesn't matter. I don't trust you. And you shouldn't trust me. I mean, I don't, but... If you touch him, this might turn out worse for you. Alright, then. Do you have a name? Not one you can pronounce. You have something we can call you, then? Most people don't call me anything. They don't, uh, 
care enough to ask or care enough to give me a name. You want a name? It truly does not matter to me. Many just scream or beg. To be fair, if you come on a little bit strong. I'm not here to be nice. There are things I have to do here. Doesn't mean you don't need a name. I don't need a name. Can I give you one anyway? If it suits you. Arius. Then that is my name. You ever get lonely? Always. There is a loneliness in being connected. All the time. Have you ever tried to speak to the people you're connected to? I am not allowed to. Or encouraged to. Well, you're doing it now. It is different. I created a connection between you and everyone in town. But it is not the connection I am tied to. Weird. Interesting, but weird. I suppose. Why do you need brains? They uh, flick their eyes upwards towards the metal containers. And the first time, this is the first time any of you have noticed, inside these metal containers, there are like little windows that you can see into. These, this like red liquid is bubbling in there um, with like purple sparks kind of going through it. But what you can see suspended in this water is a brain. And the same goes for the other container as well. Hmm. They seem to power whatever this is. I know how to manipulate the energy of a brain. That is what I do. So when those two adventurers kind of glances over at the two skeletons, when they came down here, it was well-timed. Unfortunate for them, but good for me. But they're running out, and I need replacements. How long have you been here? In the town? Mm, about a month. In your terms. Your friends were coming to find me anyway. I figured it was a good opportunity to switch out some knowledge. I do wish your friend Milo had stayed, though. He is very intelligent. But it really doesn't matter. It can be anyone. Tell the voice in your head. I said hello. Do you know them? No. I can feel them there, though. They don't seem to like you very much. <laughs> I feel very neutral about them. I suppose it is because we are wrestling over the same resources, you could say. Huh. Don't touch him. And <laughs> he just... Go back to sitting and staring at the center. Um, Myla and Auden. Um, you guys, the difficult part about looking for somebody like this is that because the town is controlled, there is nobody who is 
drunk at night or potentially houseless because the mind flare has fixed all of these things, has told everyone to go to bed and get enough sleep and has provided, uh, has figured out which houses are abandoned or have space and there is nobody who is houseless anymore. Um, there is no secret deals happening in the night. There are no gangs or anything. So you're looking for a while and you can't find anybody wandering the streets except the two of you. When we were in the inn, like earlier today, stuff like that, was there, did we notice any, um, like, travelers who had been coming in and out of town at all? Um, at the inn, maybe people who aren't connected to the brain? Yeah, um... People could have been coming in for the festival. It's a really good question. Yeah, it's very likely that there are people at the inn who are not connected. Um, a few people are up in the tavern, like, awake. Um, Ari is as well. But the main bartender is not. Mm-hmm. Um, there seem to be two people playing some sort of... Um, board game uh and like celebrating very loud and then ari says shh and they they quiet down uh i'm gonna cast message to ari i'm just gonna say anyone in the room currently have they checked in today or yesterday anyone a traveler um i feel like i shouldn't give out that information you can trust me it's like the whole, like, don't give out the shift times thing, you know, like... Yeah, but it's not your information, it's... I just want to know if people live here or not. That's it. People live here? Well, yeah, I mean... No, do the people who are in the bar right now, are they staying at the inn? Are they people who have been traveling? Did they recently oh, check in? E- um, yeah, they got here tonight. Like, cool. After everyone went to bed isn't it it's weird right yeah everyone is it is a little weird um myla is debating how badly she wants to keep ari out of this i think myla is going to message ari and say oh by the way um i know it's late and it's you know you like work here and everything but um it said he might have a little bit of a lead on the stuff you guys have been looking into. Um, he asked me to come hold down the fort while you went to the library so he could talk to you about it. The library isn't open. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we know. I helped. <laughs> uh, make a persuasion check. Is there any way I could get any sort of advantage <laughs> from Ari trusting me? <laughs> Pull the manipulator card. Um, I was trying to think, like, is there anything that Auden could do to, like, lend me assist action? <laughs> oh, um, Auden might say, uh, yeah, I mean, we got in with the, um, with the, uh, library guy earlier today. We helped him out, sorry, he said he'd, um... Said he'd be willing to let us kind of work there late. Um, 
Okay. Uh, yeah, roll with advantage. Okay, yeah. This is a flat <laughs> roll, guys. <laughs> I don't want to look. Thir- 13? That's pretty good. <sighs> um, okay, uh, you too? And she kind of nods her head towards the people playing games. You gotta go up to your rooms. I have to lock up the tavern. Uh, I can escort the them if library. you want me to. <laughs> Make sure they get up there. I'm guessing they know where their rooms are, but I guess... They, they seem pretty rowdy. I just want to make sure that they're, they don't wake anyone up. Okay. You have to get past the stairs so I can lock this door and then lock the front door. Yeah. Okay, you guys both kind of take them up the stairs. And she locks a door that um, closes at the, fr- at the like bottom step of the stairs so that the tavern can be separated from like the inn. And mm-hmm. she closes it, she locks it. You hear it lock behind you. And then you hear her walk out the front and lock the front door as well. Amazing. I imagine there's, like, a beat um, where the four of us are standing, like, on the other side of the door that just uh, locked. And then I think Auden and Myla, and, you know, feel free to t- shut me down if this isn't the vibe, but I think um, Auden and Myla kind of make eye contact briefly, and then they just, like... Mm-hmm. Bonk! Yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do the, like <laughs> go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Like I'm gonna grab them from behind. You like, like hand over the mouth, like sh- you know. Sh- yeah, just like a cute it's little like really shady. It's yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Um, Ben and Grace actually, could you roll um <laughs> luck checks for me? Oh um, gosh, please. What are we rolling? You would like, you would, <laughs> so this is basically to know how, uh, how much commotion this causes, uh, instead of making a bunch of checks. We're is just this a D20? Do like a, uh, yes. And then, and then f- like, so Ben rolled a 10. Meg, you can add your, um, you can add your, uh, athletics if you'd like. And then. <gasps> Yay. And then, what did Grace roll? I rolled a natural eighteen. Woo! <laughs> and, and then, and then Myla can add in uh, intelligence. Could I? Could um, I also add athletics? Because I actually have one more in athletics than I do just flat intelligence. Sure. Perfect. Yeah. Plus six. Uh, Seventeen that for Auden. Yeah, My dice great. like so, you guys more than they like 24 me. Twenty-four <laughs> for me. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, you, Myla, you know exactly what to do to like make somebody pass out pretty much mm-hmm. immediately. Um, Auden, you catch this person, like, right on the mouth as they're about to, like, make sounds and, like, scream, probably. Um, and you just get a little bit of, like, a... And then and then your mouth, like... Or your hand covers their mouth. Uh, and they also go quiet. And uh, you guys now have two... Uh, two of these guys over your shoulder. Um, they look like uh, burly men, like... Uh, potentially minors from up north. Mm-hmm. Um, so would you say they have a high constitution? Yeah. How far away is the well from the inn? <laughs> Not very far. I think it's like a cool. five minute walk maximum. So, 
So would you say because of their high constitution, they can hold their breath for a long time and we could put them in the bag of holding while we get to the well? (laughs) You could. Yeah, you could do that. Let's do that. (laughs) Start shoving the Oh my gosh. Um, And I think for Autumn, this is Myla's second time doing this in the past few months. um, Because before it was a dead body with Argnong, actually. I was shoving someone in the bag of holding with Argnong. Um, so I think Myla's got it down to like a T and she knows to go from the feet up. So that way the arms can go up and they can slide <laughs> in a little better. And um, she will turn to sure. Arden and just say, uh, we got to go as fast as we can. And yep. Will um, is going to, uh, we have to unlock the doors. Is there a window we could get out of in this area? <laughs> or do we have to go he, You could break through a window if you wanted. Mm. I Can think I? picking the lock would they're be not, They're not they're not sliding windows. We have time. <laughs> yes, let I can I can pick locks. I have I have double tool proficiency. I can pick locks. Go for it. I got this. These two are the best duo. I have a plus 11 <laughs> to these rolls. So this uh, is will, this yeah. is why Auden chose one. um Myla respectfully. Uh, yeah, 22 no, valid. 22 for the first lock. Holy smokes. And a 23 for the second lock. Easily get out of there. Yeah. You sneak out like you've never been there in the first place. (laughs) And we will escape to the cover of the night and make our way towards the well. As soon as we get to, like, down the well, I'll take the bodies out, though, so they don't die. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they... Yep. That's a good call. Um, (laughs) One of them's looking a little pale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Auden will um, hoist them both over her shoulders and just start walking. Sure. About how um, full the last... is she? Sorry, before he. Oh, um, maybe like just right underneath the collarbone. Okay. Plenty of time. Um, last thing, as you guys are making your way back towards this mind flare, id. You're having all these memories and, like, playback of your life. And you get to one that slows down to real time. And it's a pretty recent memory of um, one of the times you've activated your abilities. And you've been out of the lab. It's been, like, your choice and um, your thing you wanted to do. Like, uh, when you were fighting the trash elemental and you know you did it to heal people and such but like it slows down to real time again and you can you can like feel it and then it slows down even further into slow motion and you can't see it but you can feel as the as the ability like contracts back into your body you feel like extra material going inside of you and stuff that is foreign and shouldn't be there and is uncomfortable and it's making you feel like like everything is too big for your body like your muscles are pushing out against the skin and like your head feels like it's going to explode a little bit um and mel when you see some of this like goop just being like sucked into it like the the goop pod that he's in is just like being he's 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 unintentionally just like sucking this stuff into his body and that's 
where we'll end. Oh my mm. word. Ah, okay. Wow. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Go follow our socials and join our Discord and our Patreon and stuff. Um, happy fun times. Happy fun times. Um, <laughs> we have a, a lot we, of things. <laughs> just as like a programming note, we have a, a few like, uh, because summer's a little like flaky and weird because people's schedules change. Um, from here, we have a couple of like one shot episodes and a couple of like cool one-off things that we're doing um that is gonna be really fun and i promise you want to listen to it because it's gonna oh, be so good my gosh, um so we probably need one more episode to wrap up this this like uh, arc i guess ish or like at least this like storyline if you guys stick around for our other in-betweens you're gonna get some cool world building for the inked expanse and you also Hell get to yeah. see or at least hear my game running skills. Yeah, 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 I don't, yeah, that feels yeah, vain yeah. to say. Let me try that again. No, it's going <laughs> to no, be cool as heck. You didn't say whether they were good or bad, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> Go in with no expectations. Neutral listening ears. <laughs> no, actually, oh I'm so hyped to play a game with Meg. It's going to be really fun. Um, He's going to be So, good. yeah. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.